What is up? In some special times in the world today, that's for sure, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Promises Behavioral Health. Now, Promises is a family of mental health and addiction treatment centers, and they're based out of Nashville, Tennessee, and they're ready to help you or your loved ones stay committed and achieve your promise of recovery. Now, there's a lot of treatment centers out there you can reach out to for help. Uh, There's a lot of places you can turn to, but who do you know or how do you know who you can trust? Uh, And that's where Promises comes in. Uh, they uh, they have highly trained staff members uh, throughout a variety of treatment centers, uh, and they also their their people there care. They have many family and friends in recovery themselves, so they get it. Uh, it's a great place to reach out to if you need some help. You just have a couple questions, maybe about your own situation or about a loved one. Um, and if you want to do that, you want to reach out, you want to get some info. Here's what you can do: uh, you can go to promisesbehavioralhealth.com/soberguy. Uh, or you can call 888-205-1890 and uh, tell them that you heard about them from that Sober Guy podcast. Let me give you that one more time. It's promisesbehavioralhealth.com slash Sober Guy. Or you can call 888-205-1890. All right. I got my good buddy, Buddy C, coming on the podcast today. Also my sponsor uh, and a great guy all around doing a lot of good work in the recovery community as usual. And we're going to talk about what's going on today, what's going on with uh, all of this isolation stuff, uh, how we're feeling a little bit isolated, but how we're not letting that hold us back. We got lots of uh, online meetings going on and plenty of resources to provide you guys with uh, and a little bit of convo to help give some insight from our perspective on what's going on. So uh, let's start the show today. That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Shane Raymer. You're listening to That Sober Guy podcast. Uh, we help people stay sober. You can check us out at thatsoberguy.com. You can connect with us on Instagram at realthatsoberguy uh, and on Twitter at Shane Raymer. want to welcome Buddy C to the podcast today. I think I took you off mute. Buddy, how you doing, man? Doing well, my friend. How about yourself? I'm doing good. It's good to see you again. I've I've seen you every day this week because of our online meetings that uh, that you helped head up. Um, I'm going to have to cancel a meeting tonight just to get a break from you. <laughs> Seeing too much of that that buddy uh, face, man. Looking good though. Always good to see you, man. Always a, a sense of. Uh, a little bit of comfort, a little bit of insight. We're going to have some convo on what the hell is going on in the world, man. It's crazy right now. Like, we've never seen anything like this. Um, and even if we just start with AA or 12-step meetings or uh, any support groups, man, they're all closed. Like, from that that hand-to-hand uh, handshake or that fellowship in person. And so we're having to adjust and uh, find some other options. You know, even if you find a meeting that's open, it's weird because mm. everyone's avoiding each other. You don't even get the contact yeah. in, that you would normally get if you found a meeting that was open. Yeah. You know, so it's weird just in the fact that even if you find a meeting, it's weird, you know, <laughs> not, not to mention yeah. all of the clubhouses that are closed. I took some flyers around to different clubhouses in the Atlanta area, letting people know about an online meeting that we're doing. Yeah. And it was just surreal to pull up to a clubhouse it's usually got cars everywhere mm-hmm. and there's nothing and a big sign on the door that says closed yeah until like the end of the month most are 
till the first of April at this point. Yeah, that's a, that's a good uh, caveat at this point because no one really knows how long this thing is going to last. I mean, I've heard things saying this morning we got a um, we got a message from our corporate um, leadership saying that this thing could go well into the summertime, you know, this isolation stuff. And that's kind of a little bit, one of the topics we're going to touch on today too. Uh, but I wanted to say real quick, I was in the bank. I was in the bank uh, just uh day before yesterday and um, I was standing there and I'm not, I'm not sick or anything. I, I guess maybe I was just clearing my throat, you know, <clears throat> I kind of coughed a little bit. And as soon as I did it, man, the lady in front of me, I mean, immediately just, you know, six steps away. Like I was just, uh, you know, just uh, infected, you know, and I get the mentality, right? Like I, everyone's on high alert right now. Nobody wants to get sick. Nobody wants to catch this thing. That's, you know, supposedly going around. That's this infamous, you know, virus. And, um, at the same time, man, it's just like, I think it's kind of unbelievable a little bit. And I think that's what a lot of people are having to deal with right now, that anxiety, that fear. I think fear has been the main topic every night of the meeting, um, or at least maybe it's not the main topic, but it's came up every night in the meeting, that fear, that anxiety that, uh, that people are trying to deal with. Um, what, what's your thoughts, man? I mean, that's been a pretty common, common thought that people are dealing with right now. Well, at first... I was not taking this seriously and I'm really, and it really goes back for me to, I don't believe what I'm told. Yeah. I don't believe what the news says. Yeah. I don't believe what my government says. I don't want to get into all that with you. I know where you can run with that. <laughs> hey, we might get down so, some rabbit I'm holes sorry, that I, can get a little yeah. crazy, you know, I'll keep it. But, tame, but I don't believe what I'm told. Yeah. So when they tell me this is coming, I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah. We've heard it all before. Swine flu, all the different types of flus, all that shit. Yes. And then I realized the reason I needed to take it seriously was not for me. It was, again, a way for me to give mm. for those people in my life that may be susceptible to this. Yeah, it's good. You know, you that's, know, yeah. No, go ahead, please. I was just going to go on about that, that, you know, that, the more I can, it's like everything, the more I can make it about someone else, the more accepting I, acceptance I can have about it. So I didn't like it, but okay, I'm going to, I told my parents, they live uh, an hour from here at, on a lake yeah, and uh, not a bad place to be sequestered, you know? And yeah. I said, y'all stay at the lake, dad, you fish. Mm. He's 80 and my mom's 74 and she's susceptible to this though. She's, yeah. she is not in good health. Uh, so I said, y'all stay at the lake. I will bring you groceries once a week. So we worked that out. So they're okay, but I'm taking care of them in that regard. And we just have to take it seriously for those other people around us that, that may not be as healthy. Yeah, that's good. Well, whether it's, uh, you know, whether it's as serious as they make it out to be or not, you know, it's really not the point. The point is uh, that, that I can put it in a place of help and a place of service instead of, a place of inconvenience and yeah. a place of fear and all those things. And I can go to anger more than fear mm. in that they're screwing my day up, you know, and start with all that. And before long, I'm MF and everybody, you know, <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> and I've lost all the do. peace and joy that I could yeah. possibly have. Well, I think, I think to kind of piggyback on that too, it's a great way that service mentality and helping others, if it's not directly health related, which is a great point, but also just, just um, 
help related from a from a recovery standpoint in the fact that it's really helped to keep me out of my own head. And I shared this in the meeting the other night, but I think it's a good example. Like my, my day, like I, I tend to start it off, you know, well, I get my meditation in a walk. I like to walk and meditate. I like to kind of get my day started, be up early, get some coffee going. And then I'll get in that mode, but then I got to go, I got to go face reality. I, I have to go to work right now, even though I'm working from home. Um, you know, I'm working, I'm listening to new stuff, which I probably need to be very careful about, you know, how much I'm listening to. I want to stay updated, but I don't want to be overly, you know, uh, consuming on that. Um, but my point is, is before I know it, I'm wrapped up in the whole world, right? I'm all wrapped up in it. Um, you know, I'm thinking about this and what if this and what if that, and so I had left in the evening time. The one thing I have been able to look forward to though, buddy, is the meeting at six o'clock and that's been great. Right. But I can't just wait for that meeting to come all day and do the rest of the stuff. Like I can, there's things I can do, but I, I ran over to the convenience store to grab something to drink. And, um, I was in there, this was a few days ago and, uh, I grabbed a couple things and I ha somehow me and the girl working there ended up getting on the conversation of that, of, um, of, uh, that I was, I'd been sober, you know, for a few years. And she asked about, are you in the program? And what about the meetings? And I said, well, Hey, you know, actually there's a great online meeting. We're doing it at six o'clock. We started chatting a little bit, just a couple of minutes. I walked outside and I realized for the first time in that day, other than my, my meditation and walk that morning, I had finally had some real peace and joy and freedom because I was, I was helping. I was actually serving somebody by helping to give them some info, talking a little bit of recovery, which always gets me pumped up. And, um, you know, I think that's the key to this thing. Like we got to get out of our own selves and be doing things to, uh, to serve others. And I think you're a good example of that you're kind of heading up this online meeting. That's, I know it's taken a lot of time and you're staying busy with it, but it's also probably helping you do some of the same stuff. Sure it is. Oh, let me give you the URL. It's yeah. zoom, aameetings.com. Yep. And I'll put it in the show notes too, guys. So you guys can just go in there and click on it if you need to. And it's 9 p.m. Eastern, which is what, six your time? Yeah, Pacific. 6 p.m. Pacific. Yeah, every day until this is over or until it's not needed anymore. If other, There's a lot of other meetings popping up now. So yeah. if it gets to the point that this meeting's not needed, we'll stop it. I have no yeah. agenda really. What so, about the cafe uh, aspect of it too? I think we've talked about that. Yeah, this we're morning. leaving that link open all the time now to see if we can't uh, create a a way that at any time, day or night, that someone wants to come and chat about their recovery. They can, you know, if they're yeah. feeling isolated, they're feeling alone, they can come and chat. And uh, there's a URL, different UR, URL, but it goes to the same link. It's uh, we did a different one for that at zoomaacafe.com. And basically that's just a zoom link. So if you've got the zoom software, there's no ID needed and you'll come right in and that cafe will become the meeting at 9 PM Eastern every night, then go back to being the cafe. Got it. Um, afterward. Uh, you yeah. know, and it's really odd for us in recovery. When I came into recovery, I thought it was me and God and everyone else was a, a distant second just if I had time or if I had money or it was about me and God figuring this thing out. And then I would share it with someone else once I was better. You know, it's just something I did kind of because I was uh, grateful. So I might throw them a crumb of something I had learned. You know, yeah. that kind of a mentality was what I always had about what the role of other people played in my life. 
then I got into recovery and I realized that the first word of the first step was we for a reason. Mm. And every step, I think other than one is written plurally. So, so they're all plural. So it's always our and we and ourselves and not me. Yeah. And I realized how much, uh, others played a role in my recovery and that I got better, not by helping me, but by helping you just like you were talking about. Uh, that's the real truth I found in recovery. So my whole life shifted. So anytime, you know, my prayer changed from over time from God help me to God, who can I help? Yeah. You know, we've talked about the wall, you know, the proverbial wall. When I have that problem, I used to think that, you know, I just climbed the wall mm. and then God would help me with a little bit I couldn't do. Instead, I have found that when I get to that problem that I see is that proverbial wall. Now, first thing I do before I even try to climb over, say, okay, who around here needs help over this? Who can I help? Then help someone else. And then I get over whatever the problem is, whatever the issue is with my effort is not in getting over, but my effort is helping someone else get over. Mm. So that's what I learned in recovery. So now that whole dynamic has shifted. You've got the clubhouses closed and you've got uh, meetings closed in churches and you've got people who are, who you say, you've got to, you know, you need to help somebody you, you need to be a part of, you know, not separate and distant. And then now we're having to be separate and distant physically, yeah. but we don't have to be spiritually. Yeah, that's good. You know, we don't have to be spiritually and there's so many resources. And I know that's one thing we're going to talk about was all the different resources there are to stay connected that we wouldn't, you know, normally think of that we can substitute and maybe even become a part and a tool for us as we move forward in recovery. Yeah. Um, you know, there, uh, there's the zoom meeting we're doing at night in the cafe that we have going on, but, uh, we had 27 the first night, I think 35, the second and 50 some odd last night. So, um, you know, a lot of people had a guy with 10 days, uh, one night, a guy was, I think, what, two weeks last night. Yep. I couldn't imagine just starting recovery and now I've got to be isolated like this. Good Lord. No, that's, yeah, such a great point. There was a lot of different folks in the meeting from all over the place uh, that had different, uh, you know, different uh, stages in their, in their recovery, which is always great. Um, but that's a good kind of segue, I think, into this isolation piece of this. And let's, like, we want to talk a little bit about why that's important why it's important to stay connected and then, and then, you know, we'll give you guys some of those resources that we're using or that we know about or whatever. Um, but man, alcohol, let's talk about that first. That isolates us. It, I know it isolated me very bad, especially towards the end, like where I was holding myself up in a, in a garage at my house, you know, drinking all night and wishing that my life was better basically, you know, and I didn't want to be around anybody, you know, so take that concept and now it's very easy to be in the similar boat with that, even it's without the alcohol, because we're isolated again. We can't go out in public Plus as the much. Fear. Like the, Plus fear, the fear, the anxiety. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of that going on. I think it's important that we're able to flex in these types of uh, uh, 
uh, situations and this type of situation, which nobody's ever seen in the history of our country, you know, we have to be able to go into this digital mode right now and use the tools that are there in order to stay, to stay spiritually fit, to stay connected, the phone, text, all that kind of stuff. Um, so we you started know, with the zoom meetings. Uh, what I'm sorry, go ahead, buddy. I was just going to say there's, uh, I know you mentioned pretty regular, regularly, uh, daily AA emails.com transitions daily. Mm-hmm. It's a great way. One of my to favorite get, things uh, to do when I take a dump in the morning is start, take my dump and read transitions daily. Right, buddy. You that's know, your, that, that that's the time that. you have for your father, right? <laughs> Make me feel guilty. Are you pulling the guard, the God card on me, buddy? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, you. you're right. The time you can do nothing else you spend with God. That's so right. I understand. <laughs> Trying to kill two birds with one stone. I can, get, I can be tough on you, man. I can be tough you on can. you. I love it. No, but Transitions uh, Daily, great. it really is one of my favorite resources. And, and even if you uh, already get Transitions Daily, which is a daily email, you can get that by email, and it's all the daily readers that we, most of the ones we have in AA. Uh, you can also get that by podcast and have it read to you from different people all over the world uh, in, in AA that read uh, read those. Then um, at the bottom of the sign-up page, though, there's a list of recovery podcasts. Hmm. Uh, lots of good podcasts there. Uh, actually, your podcast is on there, Shane, and then there's a lot of other podcasts on there, too. Real good yeah. ones. Recovered Cast, uh, Sober Pod, Boiled Owl, one hey, of my yeah, favorites. I, I, I had never seen Don before. His name's Don, right? From Bo- Boiled Doesn't he look Owl? like Shaggy? Shaggy. Like an older Shaggy? From, uh, from Shaggy uh, of... Uh, Shaggy from uh, Scooby Doo. <laughs> that's funny. I don't. I don't see the resemblance, but I don't know. Maybe I'm off. The next or time, I'll have that's to what he reminded me of because I was yeah. on their podcast. I went yeah. over and it was like last year sometime. Yeah, and uh, that's what he reminded me of. He's an artist too. He's kind of artsy and yeah. all. He seems so, like uh, a fun, like a good dude too. He's got. Oh some he is. He's great sure. and very yeah. knowledgeable. Yeah, very seems knowledgeable. like it. But uh, uh, so that podcast and uh, of course share share and, podcast uh, several others on there yeah um, so, so you've got all those resources so as far as online and connection goes you've got all these podcasts uh you've got uh even Sobercast, which has a lot of speaker meetings it's all these different speaker meetings so yeah you've got that uh you've got all kinds of things to connect that way you've got uh facebook is really good in all the different if you can stay away from your news feed, if it's an issue yeah. for you and just go straight to the groups that you're a member of transitions has a group there. Uh, you've got share, you've got your group, sober guy, sober girl, you've got that, uh, tons of different groups. We have another group that's actually called AA. Uh, and a lot of these are private groups where people can't see you as a member of, if yeah. you're concerned with your anonymity, you can look and see the restrictions on the group. So that can protect your anonymity somewhat. I don't post anything about recovery in my regular Facebook. I try to keep that separate yeah. as much as I can. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't think that I need to promote recovery personally. I believe that if they can't see something they want in me, they don't need me telling them about it. Yeah. No, nobody wants to be told what to do anyways. Right. I mean, right. Like, right. <laughs> like I know so I we, don't, I'm going to yeah. ask like that. Like, don't tell me what to do. It's probably why it took me so long to uh, get sober. I had to figure it That's out. That's why on we my suggest own. things. Exactly. You know? And share our own experience. Right. I'm not, I'm yes. Sure. Hey, but here's the great thing about that. You taught me this too. You can never tell me I'm wrong. 
When I share my own experience, you can never, t- you can disagree with me. You can say, I don't see it like that, but you can't tell or me. Or you can say, that's not my experience. It's not my experience with it. <laughs> it's a nice way of saying, you're wrong, okay? You're wrong, <laughs> damn it. No, but uh, what, so let me, let me do this to real quick too, since we're on resources, so I don't forget. Tomorrow night, we're going to put this out today, uh, which is Thursday, but uh, tomorrow night, which will be, let's see, today's the 19th. Uh, it'll be the 20th. Um, we have our TFH men's, uh, group that is, uh, that is usually meets on Fridays. And obviously because churches closed down clubhouses, groups, everything's closed. We're going to live stream a podcast tomorrow night through Facebook, uh, through Instagram. Um, I don't have the Facebook link, but I'll try to get that in the show notes before the end of the, uh, the day today. Um, but it's TFH underscore men on Instagram. When we live stream that, it's tomorrow at 7 p.m. Pacific time. It's going to be myself, uh, Pastor Tim Nally, uh, a couple of other guys from TFH Men's with some good insight. And we're just going to be talking about how to lead our families uh, through some of these some of these times and um, you know rely how to rely on God and trust in God that these these times are going to work out just how they're supposed to uh, and uh, and be good leaders. So if you want to check that out again, and you can always hit me up on um, Instagram at Real That Sober Guy if you have questions or you're searching for the link or the whatever. But one more time, it's TFH underscore Men. You can go on it and follow it. They'll probably be posting some stuff as we get uh, prepped up to uh, to record that tomorrow night. So just another resource. Um, there's all kinds of them out there, man. But the isolation thing, let's jump into that. Unless you had anything else to add on the resources page. Uh, no, the resources are good. I do want to talk about tools and all yeah. uh, that we can use. And the isolation is huge. For me, the solution is always, how can I help you? So if I'm isolating and feeling depressed or feeling alone, my question needs to be, God, I'm available. Mm. Who do you have that I can help? Yeah, that's good. And if I'm sincerely available, then I will have no problem finding some way to get out of myself. I've never had that problem, Shane, yeah. ever. Yeah. That if if I am sincere and I really want the help and I am available, I stumble over people to do things for. Or it'll just come to mind yeah. You haven't contacted whoever lately. They may not even be in recovery. Mm-hmm. You know, you haven't done this. You haven't taken care. Oh, okay. Well, I will do that. And yeah. just doing the next right thing and being in the moment because a lot of the fear that's um, that's that's really bothering us in the moment, um, if we can stay in the moment, it's not there. Yeah. Most of it's future tripping. Mm-hmm. or we're worried about how we're going to pay our bills or how is this going to happen? Or we hope we don't get sick or we don't hope we don't kill grandma, you know, or all those things, you know, <laughs> hope I mean, really, our kids you know, don't drive us insane right now. We got the nephew and the niece and my kids at the house going insane right now. And me and Jess are trying to work and yeah, I it's, it's crazy. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. You know, so uh, who can I help? Who can I help is the first. And if it's nothing more than going on your recovery Facebook and liking someone's post mm-hmm. or encouraging someone else, or uh, if you have a sponsor, which I would recommend everyone having a sponsor, yeah, call your sponsor and ask your sponsor what you can do to help someone. It's you a, know, all those things. I mean, it's very, very little do we have to decide for ourselves. 
regardless, you know? Well, and it's, it's funny how we're kind of forced into like, we've had many of these conversations, right? About serving others and get like, you know, when, when we're in our head, we need to help somebody. When I'm, when I'm struggling with something, I need to be praying for somebody else. And it is crazy how in times of crisis or times of change or whatever you want to call this weird time right now, I'm almost feeling very forced into that in a good way, because if I'm not, I'm so up in my head, future tripping. That's a big one. I'm glad you brought that up. That's been in the meetings a bit too about the future trip and stuff. Like what, what can I control and what can't I control the shit that I can't control? I need to leave alone. I need to pray about it. I need to ask God for, for peace and, and, uh, and, and, uh, being at ease with that. I can control my attitude. I can control my service to others. I can control showing up when I need to show up. Um, that's really it. Right. I mean, that control piece is huge. That's that's huge in the steps. Yeah, and, and this is the thing. You can only help someone in the moment mm -hmm. right now. Most of the time, your fear is not in the moment. Your fear is yeah, not right now. It's past or future, huh? Yeah, and past and guilt and shame or future and worry. Mm -hmm. So if we can bring it back, you know, I can look at my feet. I can even step my feet and say, I am right here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Be where my feet are. Oh, I want to mention uh, sober meditations out too. Oh yeah, please. Um, I'm I'm putting together some contemplative meditations, and I'm, I'm hoping I can get some other uh, folks in longer term sobriety to uh, to post some meditations as well. If you're interested in that, the contact information's in the app. But the app's in both a uh, for iPhone and for Android. And it's just Sober Meditations is the name of the app. It's got a picture of Flagler Beach, as a matter of fact, yeah. in Florida on the front. So uh, lots of good contemplative meditations. That's another thing you could use. Yeah, that's a, and, and there's there's a ton of stuff on there. I know you've been working hard to uh I've to got over 200, yeah, approaching 250 meditations. I'm up to step six, I believe, and I'm fixing to, I just recorded step seven. So I'll have some more on in April. And um, I know you already filled up March. I know you're trying to get some other uh, folks that you mentioned too. So two things out there, I'm, I'm giving a shout out to Seth because I know we kind of talked about this and I still haven't made the connection. That's my fault. And we'll do that. But also um, with Seth, one of the great things I, I shared this last night and you just mentioned it, um, you know, he early on when I first got sober, I remember him telling me, you know, Hey, if you feel lost, if you start future tripping, if you're feeling anxiety, fear, whatever it is, like just take a look down at your feet because God's got you right where you're supposed to be. Like that's you're you're right where you need to be right now. And so I've used that as a tool to kind of help ground me in those times when, uh, you know, between that and the serenity prayer, two very simple and easy to use tools that can help bring us back to the present moment and help us sit in that moment and cut out a lot of that garbage that goes on up inside this gnarly ass cranium of mine. You know, because really if you're in the moment, most of that fear is not there. Mm -hmm. um, no one's turning off my power today. I'm not losing anything today. I have food to eat today. So God has met my needs for today. Yeah. Now, what's going to happen a month from now, six months from now? I don't know. I could fall over with a heart attack in a minute and none of that matter, you know? <laughs> so what I'm saying is yeah. staying in the moment and God taking care of the moment is where we, where I need to be. 
um, because there's enough. Uh, what's the the Bible verse about that? There's enough uh, worry to for tomorrow, so don't borrow don't yeah. borrow the worry from tomorrow for today. Yep. So keeping it in the moment is so big a part of this, and I use meditation for that a lot, and also sometimes just saying what I'm doing. Mm, yeah, that's like a good if one. I'm brushing my teeth, I'm brushing my teeth right now. Yeah. I'm doing this right now. I like to do, I'm wiping my butt. I like that one. I wasn't going to go that far. <laughs> you know, my ass is going down. Yeah, the, I know. You I know, know, you know, but I'm I got reading you. My transitions right I'm now. I'm reading my transitions. Oh, I wipe my butt. You know? <laughs> no, but I know it's good though. Yeah, that's, that's because I'm, I'm chewing this food. I'm taking a walk. I'm in the moment right now. Exactly. And smell, you know, feel the, feel the air go through your nose. I mean, for yeah, me, that brings me back every time I'm riding my motorcycle and I get off somewhere and I'm like, well, wait a minute, buddy, you need to be here. And I can start feeling the air move through my nose. Mm. And I'm like, yes, I'm here. Yeah. And that kind of a thing, you learn little tricks like that, that help you. Yeah. But uh, there are a lot of, we've been during the meeting on, on uh, the nightly 9 PM Eastern meeting, we've been listing the different ways that we stay spiritually fit with this yeah. that we're doing. So everyone's talking about that. Uh, the first one was gratitude, which is huge because I can look back in my life and see that God's always taking care of me. And in the moment it may seem chaotic and that I'm bouncing around. But if I look back, I see a straight line. So, I'm still in that line, whether I realize it or not. Yeah. And I'm headed exactly where I'm supposed to be headed and God's going to take care of me, whether, you know, this is all planned or whether it's that after the fact, God takes every detail and works it into something good. I don't know which it is, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm headed where I'm headed and it's so far beyond my control. It's like, I think of it like I'm flying in an airplane commercial liner at 550 miles an hour. Just because I don't feel like I'm flying or I take a nap and I don't and I wake up and I realize I'm on a plane and, you know, it, you know, didn't realize it. Yeah. Does not mean I'm not flying or doesn't mean I'm not headed where I'm supposed to be heading. And in the same way, I think we're headed in the same with a, with the will of God and God's plans and designs for our life. Yeah, that's good. So I've just got to relax. And when I doubt that, I can look at gratitude and see that I can, I can look and be grateful and make a gratitude list. I would recommend. Yeah. That's you good. could even go as far if you're really having difficulty, uh, try making a gratitude list for the coronavirus. Mm. What could you be grateful for in this situation? What can you find to be grateful for? Well, I, I, I have a great example of that right now. Like, uh, you know, and trying to, and, and this is about perspective, what we're talking about, right? Keeping things in perspective and gratitude yes. and what, th this is the things that I can control right now. Like, and, and I love this. Actually, I showed Jess this. You, you would put, you would sent me the email the other day. Um, I can't remember if it was the one attached with the clubhouse flyer or whatever, but you had crossed out challenging times and put opportunities in there. That was you, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember exactly what it said. I have to, I, I can try to go find it in a minute maybe, but, um, Basically, what's my perspective on all this? How do I find opportunities? One of the opportunities for us, man, life was getting so busy. 
life was so busy. Like I was, we were kind of like feeling like we were suffocating, man, between sports and work and school. And, um, there was just a ton going on. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of different things and we weren't spending a lot of time together, you know, and, uh, it was just so busy. And so right now we've actually, although it's a, you know, definitely a trying time and a different time, one way I can be gratitude, uh, uh, show gratitude and be grateful for is that, man, we really get to spend some time together right now. And, uh, there's some moments when I'm like, get the hell outside. Cause I can't take any more of this screaming inside the house, the plane, but at the same time, I love it. And, uh, um, it's something that we're able to put in perspective and say, Hey man, at least we get to sit down and have some dinner tonight. We're hanging out today. We're spending some time together, you know, slowing down a little bit. So I think the perspective on that, we got to stay in what we can control and leave, the crap that we can't control, uh, let it float away. Cause there's nothing we can do about certain things, you know? Yeah. The, the sentence in that email was, I hope you're doing well with the hardships mm. struck through yeah. changes struck through opportunities, opportunities. Where we are all enjoying. It's good, man. <laughs> it's so good. And these are, these are opportunities. Like I've been in a meeting every day this week. That's a great opportunity. It's where I should be. Meeting people I mean? from all over the world. I met yeah. a lady this morning from uh, Tasmania. Oh yeah, I remember you in saying our that. Coffee house, just hanging in, out. In our, yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe it, you know. And she she needed she needed to talk to someone. Yeah, you know, isolating like the rest of us, you know. So it's just opportunity to stretch and grow and learn that uh, recovery is more than what any of us have these boxes that we've put recovery in. So let, let's, uh, let's kind of, let's bounce that off. And you guys out there listening, like, what are your opportunities? What opportunities do you have right now? What opportunities are coming up that, what, what opportunities can you create to serve others, to do whatever it is, it's an opportunity for you really focus on putting that into perspective. And maybe I'll post something up on, on Instagram about opportunities, about this podcast. Maybe we can even carry that as a topic into the, what are the meetings coming up? You know, what opportunities are you looking for? Because I think that's a great thing to stay focused on one opportunity. I took note of here. We watched uh, WWE. I think it was last night. I think it was the night before last. Yeah. We were flipping through. And Cash loves wrestling, right? We, we're always wrestling. And we went to this live event a few months back that was just, it was like a local wrestling thing. It was so awesome. Um, and so we turned it on like, oh, WWE, Friday night, whatever's on, right? And I'm not even a huge WWE fan. I've never been really into it. But I, okay, so we put it on. Well, they had no, for the first time ever, no audience, right? They're at their training center in Florida, and they're doing, uh, it's Triple H and I forgot the other guy's name and, and they're kind of doing the commentating. And what they're doing is they're doing these live performances with no audience, but here's the opportunity in this. And, and this might be kind of a goofy example, but it's an example and I think it works well, is that the people that are performing right now are the ones who were in training to come up through WWE. They've, there's an opportunity. People want to have a little bit of entertainment right now in a time of crisis and maybe relax at the end of the night, watch something that they can connect with their family on. These these folks are getting an opportunity to do that and they're showing up and they're doing it. We had a good 30 minutes of just checking out, kind of checking out brains for a minute, letting go of some of the weirdness going on right now and spending some time and laughing and, oh man, look at her, look at, oh, that's crazy. But there's opportunities all around us and we, and we really got to recognize uh, what those are, you know? I know it's not real, but that's got to hurt. 
dude, for, that's what Jess said. She goes, oh, how, do, how is it real? I go, well, just look. The dude just jumped off the top rope and did a flip and landed on his stomach on the other guy's face or whatever. Like, it's real, but it's scripted. So that's the way to uh, to describe it. I my grandmother, my grandparents watched, watched wrestling when I was growing up all the time. That was her line. That was my really? grandmother's line. I know it's not real, but that's got to hurt. We would like to see people hurt, you know. Hacksaw Jim Duggan coming out with the, oh, he had the two by four. That was four. Mr. Wrestling 1 and Mr. Wrestling 2 and Dusty Rhodes and all those Dusty guys. Dusty Rhodes, Jake the Snake. Oh, yeah, so you were, that was even before, huh? Andre the Giant, I remember him. Oh, yeah, the assassin. Was it the assassin or someone? I don't uh, remember I don't all remember of the them. Assassin. I remember Macho Man. I remember uh, uh, Andre the Giant, Jake the Snake, Rowdy Rowdy Piper. He was a good yeah. one. Okay. But, uh, now, anyways, <laughs> sorry about that. I, I derailed. No, but but uh, hold on. But hold on a second, buddy, because I just want to point something out. I think that's good, right there, man. Getting off track a little bit, like letting letting go into something that's not on, um, you know, on the the. I don't. I want to call it serious agenda. I don't even know what it is, but just like man, just like relaxing a little. Rule sixty two, right? Not taking ourselves so damn serious. Like let's. Like we can still light, we can find a way to lighten up through these times because shit's going to, it's not going to get better anytime quick. I hate to say, and, you know, and that was really a way that you were giving too, in that if you were doing that for your son, now, I, if you were sitting yeah. there and forcing everyone to watch something you wanted to watch, it'd be a little different <laughs> yeah. story. Don't, Jess would not let me do that. She'd call me an asshole real quick and tell me to get the hell out. But you know what I'm saying? I you do. Know, that would be, yeah. uh, that would not be cool. Yeah. But something you're doing for your son, that's a way of giving. It is. A Trying to come giving. together. Yeah. Good stuff. And man. you know, and when we're talking about giving, how about the neighbor that may need you to go get groceries for them? Mm, that's good. Or checking on any or your mother that you might not have talked talked to in the last month. Yep. You know, or the aunt or uncle that's a shut in that you don't see, you know, except at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of a thing. Just checking on these folks that that love you a lot more than you love them. I should probably call my dad today. I'll just say that. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Be a little vulnerable. I ain't talked yeah. to him in a couple months, but that's a really good point. Hey, call call the people that you love. Check in on them. That's good. Even if uh, call it's a couple tough. people you don't love and check on them too. <laughs> <laughs> call a couple people you don't love and tell them that you love them. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> yeah, call that's the good. Ones you don't want to call too. <laughs> oh, I don't uh, want to call them. That's the one you really need to call. That's right. That's right. Make amends. <laughs> uh, don't make amends. Just call. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Good, show man. some. Show some love. Show some love. Yeah. Um, let's say a list of podcasts we talked about. We talked mm-hmm. about transitions. We talked about gratitude. Mm-hmm. What prayer. about? What about dealing with fear and anxiety? I know we hit on that a little bit, and I think that kind of encases a lot of what we've been talking about. Um, yeah. Being in the moment. Being in the moment. Also, for me, see, I'm yeah. getting it on me again. I can't tell you you're uh, wrong. The, the way I deal with fear is not as much dealing with and understanding the fear as in finding out ways I can introduce love into whatever the, the fear is about. Because I know that all of my issues come from fear. Everything comes yeah. from a fear for me. It's either a fear of losing something I have or not getting something that I want. Yeah. So it, if you dig down deep enough or behind every character defect is fear. When you really dig, dig super deep, 
So the thing for me, we know that love uh, drives out fear. We know that. Mm -hmm. So the question is not how I can get rid of this fear. It's how can I introduce love? Because if I introduce love, it's like dark and light. Yeah. The dark is not a problem. The problem is I just need to get some light in here. So I think fear is the same way for me. The problem is not my fear. Yeah. The problem is a lack of love. Well, I that's, uh, you know, the fear thing too. And I, I, a buddy of mine, we were, uh, we were walking yesterday and we were talking about anger and, and we both have had our own anger issues. He was dealing with something in particular and I was, and we were kind of sharing a little bit and that anger for me, it's always underlined in fear. Whenever I'm pissed off about something, I mean, almost every day, I can't think of a time when really not, there wasn't something underlining that, that I was actually scared of. So it wasn't really, it wasn't really the anger. I mean, yeah, that was, that was the face of it. Someone in the meeting, I think had mentioned this too. They were feeling angry, you know? And, uh, what is that underlining thing that's making you angry? That's where it lies. Right. And that's where we deal with a lot of this stuff in the step work. When you, when we have a sponsor do the steps. Anger is a secondary emotion. There's something always behind that for me. I'm never just angry for no reason. Yeah. I'm There's be, always something behind it. And if I, like I said, if I dig, I may have to dig three or four levels to get down to the fear. I've mentioned before, maybe even on the podcast, I was angry at my son because he didn't go to college mm. and he was super smart. He was star student. Yeah. And he didn't go to college and I was angry about it. And I would pray and pray and pray and couldn't get over it. So I talked to my sponsor about it and I said, I'm angry at my son and I, and I don't know how to get over this. Yeah. And what I realized was what I was really angry about was not, I thought I was angry because he was wasting his opportunity. But what I was really angry about was that he was embarrassing me by not going to college. Uh. So it was a fear of pleasing other people when you got down to it. So when I surrendered that fear, it went away and I wasn't angry at my son anymore about college. Huh. <laughs> Funny how that works. Yeah. I was amazed. And if, if I'd had difficulty, I would have found, I would ask God to send me someone I could pray for that was having a similar issue, but it went away super easy once I identified it Yeah, and I gave it to God and I surrendered it. Yeah, that's good. So that was an easy one. Once I got to what it was, I was, I was at the wrong place. I was asking for the wrong thing. Yeah. I, I had no idea there was fear there, but it was. Apparently people are going to be really angry if there's no more toilet paper that comes back restocked. I, I just don't quite get that, but, uh, there'll be a run on boudets. <laughs> you know, I always said, man, just grab a hose. <laughs> if you run out you got a garden hose, get after it. That's quick, it. Man. We can make one. A homemade boudet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We'll run the hose in from the backyard. We'll duct tape it up. I've never understood that because uh, cold water, this is not a, uh, that would not. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to, it has to be at least a gentle warm, I would think, you know, otherwise, man, that's going to do me. It's going to do me dirty. Okay. Yeah. Um, tools. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I want to yeah, hit tools. this list though. Yeah. Uh, these are it. the things other people were talking about that they were using for their fear. Uh, they were willing to ask for help, not only to God, but to other people mm -hmm. being vulnerable, being honest that, Hey, I've got a fear of this. I've got a fear of that. 
you know, just being honest and telling someone, getting it out of your head is huge. You know, that's part of the step work and a great reason to have a sponsor or at least friends in recovery that you can confide in. Yeah. Prayer, meditation. I like this one. My life is not mine to manage. My life is not mine to manage, which sounds contrary to everything that we have ever been taught, right? My life is my life and I need to do more. I need to get it done. I need to work harder, uh, do better, work harder, do better. So what's, what's the thought behind that? Then my life is not mine to manage. It's God's it's life God's to life. manage. He's I'm the director. We're just playing our part. Mm -hmm. And if I trust in that, I trust in the process, it'll work out just the way it's supposed to. It might not be how I want it to, unfortunately. It's never exactly like we want it to. Yeah. It's never is for me. So I, I just try to surrender my want to. Yeah. If I can, that can, that can be very difficult at times. Mm -hmm. I had a sponsee that got laid off from his job yesterday. Mm. And he messaged me and said he got laid off. And uh, <laughs> this is what you'll appreciate this. I prayed this morning and kept it short. Help me do your will. Mm -hmm. And his will is effed up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that was right after he messaged me that he had uh, gotten laid off from his job. Right? Yeah. 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 And I said, it does appear that way. <laughs> Um, and I said, you're, he said, he applied for unemployment and all that. And I said, well, your real employer will just have to provide another way. Mm. Your, uh, your real job has not changed. So wherever he goes to work, that's not his real job. Yeah. His real job is to do the will of God and whatever he's doing. Mm. You know, how can I help you instead of how can you help me? So, I, and I, yeah. well, and I think about, I, I, I love that. And I, I think about this though, too, kind of, if we're going to like somebody who actually lost their job, like, how do you tell them that? How do you, or maybe you don't tell them told, that, but how do you. He actually lost his job. Well, that's and what I I'm saying. That. That, that's what I'm saying though. But to somebody in that position, that's not you or me right now. Mm. I don't know how I would seriously react. Like I'm, I'm so blessed. I'm so grateful right now that. I have the job that I have. I just got dealt a ton of work today. Like awesome. You know what I mean? Like, um, and I, that, you know, I, I could also be in the other boat where I'm actually losing my job or I had to close my restaurant or I had to close my business or like these tools that we're talking about, they're there to use obviously. But in the reality of a situation like that, I don't know that I would even hear some of the stuff that we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. This is just coming to me right now in this moment. Like applicably, applicably, I can't even say the word, but do you, do you know what I'm kind of getting at here? Like this is I so do. tough, like for somebody, for us to sit and, and for to, you know, and we're, and we're doing this out of the goodness of our hearts. We're honestly trying to help people. And there's no doubt about that in my mind, in my heart, in my soul. And I know you feel the same way, but like in the, in the raw reality of it, somebody who's actually going through that, like, how do you even begin to, um, process it and then sit in that for a moment? You know, 
That's tough. Well, if you came to me and asked me that question as a sponsee, I would tell you, you're not losing your job today, so you don't have to worry about it. Because I think that when we're in things ourselves, God gives us grace to handle those things. Yeah. So if I try to put myself in their position, I can't because it's not my experience back mm. to the experience again. Yeah, that's good. I've just shared how it's worked for me time and time again in business where I've needed X number of dollars by Friday and the money come in that week. I'm like, how did this happen? Yeah. It's happened time after time after time. Um, first time I'm experienced any of the fear with this was this morning when I heard that uh, they would no longer evict anyone or foreclose on anyone. And I've got a couple of rentals that are a good bit of my income. And I said, my tenants are going to stop paying because they know they won't be evicted. And I had a little yeah. twinge of fear. I was like, wait a minute. And I had to work the program on that fear. Mm. So that's minor compared to what a lot of people have. But I think example, God's though. grace is there for all of us at the point where we're at. But it's the same tools every time. It starts with surrender. My life is not my own. Mm. And I have to turn my will and my life over to God's care. And the way I do that is through these steps and through learning that that my um, uh, my salvation is in compassion to others. Yeah. That's how, that's how it works for me. And that, that's all I have to tell someone. I have nothing else. I had a sponsee one time that said, you know, your idea of love doesn't work for me. I said, okay. I said, well, you need to find a sponsor that their stuff works for you because that's all I have. Yeah, I have nothing it. else. I, uh, I gotta, I gotta say too, buddy, like just, you know, to share a little bit on my own experience and piggyback on yours. I've had that happen so many times too. So I just do want to say that for those out there who might be feeling that anxiety, you lost your job, your finance, like, holy shit, like what's going to happen. There's been so many times for both Jess and I, um, you know, that we have been in those spots where we're just like, what are we going to do? Like, how are we going to do this? How is it? And, and it always works out. It might not be exactly how we expected it, but it always has. And, and, um, keeping faith, right? Keepers of the faith. Oh, that's one of my favorite terror albums. Keepers of the faith, but we got to keep the faith, you know, like we got to keep that. That's for some of us, man, that's all we got right now. You know, we, and we can also look use gratitude look back at how god's taking care of you in the past oh, and if man, you can unreal. see that yeah then it's huge in taking care of you in the moment and in the future it's good yeah and keeping it in the moment um yeah. now i want to finish i know we don't have but just a couple of minutes i want to go through finish this list of things that yeah uh, i'm good i got like 10 i got like 10 are you good on 10 or what do you what do you yeah, got okay, i'm good cool. with that okay cool um prayer meditation talked about those sending love to others someone talked about exercise and eating good and keeping your body healthy during yeah. all of this so that you hopefully you won't get sick yourself and you don't want to have to go to the doctor and hospital for anything right now yep so you want to stay clear of those places if at all possible we're doing a podcast about that later today actually about health cool. work, working out from home so we're going to give you guys some tips and stuff on that as well cool 
uh, giving control to my higher power every day when starting my day. Mm. Then someone said they use a third step prayer every day. That's God. I offer myself to thee, uh, to build with me and do with me as thou wilt. relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties at victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way of life. May I do thy will always. I think that's page 62, 63 in the big book, somewhere in there. Uh, using your sponsor, connecting with sponsees, uh, feeling your fear, not resisting it. And then once you feel it, then you just ask God to remove it and then turn your thoughts to someone you could help. Page 84, which you talk about all the time. You know, we, we talk it. about that continually. Uh, ask God to remove it. Page 84 in the big book. Ask God to remove it. Uh, tell somebody about it immediately. Help, uh, make an amend if you need to. If you got angry because of it and you need to fix that, fix it. Then turn your thoughts to someone you can help. Yeah, that's good. And just that's the simple little practice that we do all the time. Uh, uh, isolation is a great friend of fear, depression, and addiction. Uh, reaching out helps with that. Uh, someone talked about a new earth by Eckhart Tolle, uh, sending love to everyone, having a quiet time every morning, 90 meetings in 90 days, hmm. even online. There's tons of meetings now. Uh, there's another, um, Zoom AA meetings is a group on Facebook and they have 23,000 members and all kinds of meetings. Oh, nice. So I would just go and search Zoom AA meetings in Facebook and see what pops up. Hmm. Um, daily reflections, speaker tapes. Someone mentioned Sandy B. Uh, that Sobercast is tons of speakers. Hmm. Uh, Sobercast podcast. Um, and then we talk about the sober meditations out. So yeah. that's 27 different tools all together. Yeah. There's all kinds of stuff. It's just, it's Lots just a of matter stuff. of doing the work too. I mean, it's like anything you got the tools, you know, you don't, you don't build a house or maintain a house, you know, with no tools. Like you got to use the tools and utilize them to keep it up to up to date and fix things and do that. It's the same concept with this. I mean, yeah, we can't go to meetings right now in person, but uh, you know, you, one, one good thing I just thought of too, how about some of the old timers, man, in the, in the rooms that might not be as, um, you know, they're not as, uh, as up to date with, with some of the technological stuff and ways that they can get in. I mean, that's something that we can start thinking about too. How can we serve and help some of those, um, some of those men and women who have never done an online meeting before, and maybe they don't know how to get into it. You know what I mean? Like maybe that's a way that we can start helping others too. We could call them and check on them. Mm. We could make some phone calls to the people we know that won't do online meetings. Even the ones we don't like. Especially them. <laughs> call them first. That old prodigy yeah. guy that, you know, <laughs> Smiley. We got one we call Smiley because he's so grumpy. Oh, <laughs> so it's the opposite. He never smiles. Oh, smiley. Yeah. How smiley don't give him a ring, man. See how old smiley's doing. Maybe you can crack a smile out of his ass today. But, uh, yeah, that's, you know, it's all about just being available. Yeah. And the thing about when I have a situation I can't figure out, the first thing I've got to do is surrender mm. and leave room for God. Because if I think I know all the answers, I've already lost it. Yeah. 
So I just surrender and say, okay, God, I have no idea what to do here. And as I sit there and just pause and breathe, many times I'll see the right answer immediately. And if I don't see it immediately, I'll sit there until I know the right answer. Yeah. Yeah, and well, leave room for God to do something, you know, leave, leave room because I do not have this thing figured out ever. Well, most of the time, whenever I've had those thoughts and I have had them, you know, a lot of different times when I'm like, Oh, I'm good. You know, I got whatever. And I, I don't do it consciously. It's never like a conscious thing. It's just like you get in these weird seasons or modes of life. And then always shortly after that, God slaps the crap out of me down. And it's like, yeah, bro. Like you need to check yourself. You know, it's like, well, oh, the great yeah. thing is, you know, this is life. Mm -hmm. Shit happens. Yeah. This is life. And the rain falls on the just and the unjust. Mm. So the whole point of recovery for me is that I can have peace and joy regardless of what's going on. It doesn't matter if I can be at the right place it does not matter what's going on. Yeah. I can be at peace, which is the whole point anyway. Huh. That's, that's pretty, uh, pretty interesting thought. I mean, the whole concept of recovery in itself can really just be applied very simply to this crazy time we're going through right now, you know, and I yeah, think man, that, you're right. Yeah. It's, Good stuff, man. I appreciate you always. Um, you know, we kind of threw this, like literally guys, we, we met, you know, early this morning and we said, Hey, let's do a podcast today and just, we'll talk about some of the stuff. So I appreciate us being able to do this on the fly. One of the other beauties of technology, uh, I'm going to turn around and, uh, put this thing out, uh, ASAP and, uh, man, we'll post all the links in the show notes that we went over today or everything that I caught. Um, if, uh, if you want to reach out on Instagram, it's at real, that sober guy, you got questions at Shane Raymer on Twitter. Uh, anything else you got, buddy, before we uh, wrap it up? Yeah, the uh, the sober pot, uh, the sober meditations out. Uh, check that out. And then the Tao of Our Understanding podcast. How many um, damn projects do you got, man? How do you keep up with all I don't this know. crap, dude? My wife is complaining because I'm not making money. <laughs> I kind of have to hide them from her now. <laughs> That's funny, man. Do them That's while funny. she's at work. I hope they don't sequester her. I'll be in trouble. <laughs> You'll be in trouble. You're going to be Getting working. Getting this done now is good. You're going to be painting your house or something, man, or updating <laughs> your kitchen or something. Yeah. All that kind of crap. Thanks, my friend. Have yeah. a great day. Good stuff, man. I uh, appreciate you guys. Thanks for tuning in today. Uh, once again, at Real That Sober Guy, at Shane Raymer on Twitter. Thanks to Promises Behavioral Health. Uh, thanks to Clean Cause. Love those guys. And uh, be sure if you want that daily AA email, transitionsdaily.org. Peace, love, and respect. Keep your blood clean. Nobody